Agwe for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Cardinal George Pell was on top of the world hours before his sudden death, according to his devastated brother. Speaking to the Herald Sun from his home in Ballarat, David Pell said the Cardinal was in good spirits when he spoke to him ahead of routine hip surgery. David revealed he was also told his older brother's operation had gone well before the Cardinal suffered a fatal cardiac arrest. Despite efforts to resuscitate the 81-year-old who had battled a heart condition for many years, Pell died in Rome's Salvador Mundi International Hospital on Tuesday. Plans were last night underway to bring Australia's most senior churchmen back home following an autopsy in coming days. A commemorative service will be held at the Vatican before his body is repatriated to Australia. Pell will be buried in Sydney following a final requiem mass at St Mary's where he served as Archbishop for 13 years before moving to the Vatican in 2014. In the final months of his life, Pell had spent most of his time at the Vatican where he remained a senior influential figure. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Australia's former Navy chief has been criticised for using a Collins submarine as his personal love sub after taking his girlfriend on an overnight ride and proposing. Vice Admiral Michael Noonan used his senior position as then Chief of Navy to grant his partner, Samantha Hayway, approval to board HMAS Waller on June 23 last year in a move described by the Department of Defence as not routine. Defence is advised that Mr Noonan proposed marriage to his partner during the sea ride, a department spokeswoman said. It can be exclusively revealed the lovebirds spent the night on the Collins-class submarine, which was at sea to film material for Defence Force recruiting near Geraldton in Western Australia. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Voters could go to the polls in March without knowing the outcome of a corruption probe into former Premier Gladys Berejiklian after the Independent Commission Against Corruption announced its final report was unlikely to be completed before April. Ms Berejiklian resigned in October 2021 after the ICAC announced it was investigating her in relation to her relationship with former Wagga Wagga MP Daryl Maguire. That came a year after the ICAC began public hearings into Mr Maguire himself when Ms Berejiklian revealed she had been in a close personal relationship with the disgraced former MP. In a statement released on Wednesday, an ICAC spokeswoman said its Operation Keppel report is not finished. Margot Robbie's Chanel gown took 750 hours to make and while the Babylon star owned the 80th Golden Globes red carpet, her Australian filmmaking alumni Baz Luhrmann and Kate Blanchett were left to smash the awards proper. Robbie, 32, was overlooked for Best Supporting Actress in a Musical or Comedy, but Blanchett and Luhrmann combined to deliver one of Australia's strongest showings at the glitzy Hollywood event. Blanchett cemented herself as a favourite of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association with her fourth Golden Globes. Globe. The 53-year-old actor had been the absolute frontrunner for Best Actress in a Drama for her performance as the titular character in the thriller Tar. And while work commitments in the UK prevented her from attending, she now joins Meryl Streep 
Ingrid Bergman and Jane Fonda as the most awarded actress in the category with three wins. Lerman's epic biopic Elvis collected one win with three nominations, with Austin Butler nabbing Best Actor Drama Movie over the more highly fancied Brendan Fraser. He paid tribute to the bold visionary filmmaker, director Lerman. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck to Parkleigh Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.